Blog Talk Radio. This is the Mike Savella Radio Program for Thursday, September 5, 2013. On today's show, uh, I was in New York City just last weekend over the Labor Day weekend. And one of the places that I visited was the National September 11 Memorial Site. With September 11 being next week, I'll share my experience there. And this week's flashback segment goes all the way back to episode 48, back in 2008. And at the end of the show, I'll share a little bit more about the other things and places I visited in the New York City area. So episode 315 of the Mike Savilla Radio Program starts right now. Welcome to the show that is passionate about medicine and social media. This is the Mike Savilla Radio Program. I am your host, Dr. Mike Savilla, the one-man social media machine for seven years running. I encourage you to check out the site at drmikesavilla.com. And uh, the show, I tell people the show is about uh, just some commentary about life, about medicine, about social media, about a, a lot of other things. Today is Thursday, September 5, 2013. It is 10 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. And uh, here at Family Medicine Rocks World Headquarters, it is, wait for it, feels like 65 degrees Fahrenheit. A nice fall day here in northeastern Ohio. Most of the kids have went back to school. It's always... uh, Always fun seeing the kids go back to school because my Facebook timeline is full of proud parents sending their kids off to school for another academic year. So that's always fun. How's your week been going? Uh, As aforementioned, I was in New York City last weekend for Labor Day weekend. I'll be uh, talking about uh, a lot of that at the end of uh, today's show. Uh, I was there with the family, and uh, one of the stops on the tour was the National September 11 Memorial, and I'll be talking about that. And also our flashback segment, uh, that's been fun to uh, kind of uh, see uh, and hear some of the uh, older podcasts here. Uh, So the flashback segment is because it was September 11. Uh, So, um, so yeah. so, yeah, a little bit more, you know, low-key type of show today. Uh, but I always get reflected this time of year, especially with September 11th coming up. But first, I do want to thank Blog Talk Radio for having me be a, a featured host here on this network. I've been a social media hobbyist since 2005. And if you're curious, yes, I am a real doctor. I am a family physician in full-time private practice here in northeastern Ohio. And... Um, I will uh, be uh, taking my break, and um, 
After the break, uh, we'll be uh, talking about um, my visit uh, to the uh, National September 11 Memorial Site. You're listening to the Family uh, Medicine Box. You're listening to the Dr. Mike's radio program, a proud member of the ProMed Network of podcasts. Uh, you can get there by going to uh, ProMedNetwork.com. And uh, I'm trying to find some bumper music here. <laughs> I'm so lost. <laughs> Oh, man. I'll just play this again. We will be right back. And welcome back to the Mike Miller Radio Program for uh, Thursday, September 5, 2013. I'm going to be uh, flipping the show around today, and I'm going to start with my uh, flashback segment here, because uh, this will really set the table uh, for uh, segment two, which will be talking about my September 11 memorial experience. But this um, uh, first segment is going to be uh, a, a flashback uh, segment uh, going all the way back to 2008, going back to September 11, 2008, um, all the way back to show number 48. Today's show is number 315. And uh, uh, I always told myself if I had a, a platform like this that I would uh, uh, talk about uh, September 11 and um, – um, back on show 48, uh, that was the uh, the second going into the second year of the uh, of the show, and uh, I, I, I uh, told myself that even if I had a guest for the first part of the show, that I would uh, I would end that show by talking about my experiences back on September 11, 2001, and uh, during uh, this 15 uh, minute segment. Um, I, I do that. So uh, after the uh, after this segment, we'll uh, come back and I will talk about last weekend in New York City. So here is the flashback segment, show number 48, going all the way back to September 11, 2008, uh, five years ago. And uh, this is how it goes. Okay, so uh, welcome back. And... Um going to change gears here a little bit. Um, today is uh, September 11th, uh, 2008, and um, I'm just going to uh, talk a little bit about, you know, September 11th. Uh, I'm just going to do, uh, you know, a little bit of a monologue here. I'm not going to take any calls for the rest of the show here. Uh, I'm just going to just talk about, you know, basically you know, September 11th, 2001, and, uh, you know, this is not, you know, it's not a political statement, this is not, you know, I'm not going to, you know, try to, you know, do anything with what I'm going to say, it's just, it's just some, uh, some observations, um, and uh, I told myself that uh, if I would ever get a show like this, uh, an opportunity like this, 
um, if it would ever fall on uh, September 11th, that I would talk about it. And uh, um, and I know it's you know it's it's, it's definitely going to you know take all the energy out of the beginning of the show, but I think this is something that is uh, that is important to me. Um, something that I really wanted to share with uh, with all of you. Um, and I remember when I first started my blog, um, I think the first uh, uh, September 11th, um, I did uh, blog about it and I did talk about it um, as far as just what I was, just what I'm thinking. Um, I think it's I think it's important, and I think it's um, uh, helpful to every once in a while just kind of step back uh, and to reflect a little bit on the past before going forward into the future. So tonight what I'm going to do is just basically just kind of, you know, share my story um, a little bit of uh, September 11th, uh, 2001, uh, a day that I'll never forget and I know a day that uh, a lot of us will never forget either. Um, I uh, I just uh, started. Well, let me let me kind of go back. In in, uh, in 2001, um, I finished my uh, residency. I finished my medical training um, in family practice, family medicine, uh, and um, that was in the summertime. And uh, I uh, um, I had a friend. He no longer lives there. He moved out of there. But I have a I had a friend at the time that lived in New York City. And uh I have I was never in New York City. And uh something that I wanted to do um was to go and visit him uh before I started my real job here at uh, Dr. Anonymous headquarters here in uh beautiful uh, northeastern Ohio. So um people have heard me talk earlier this summer that I had to take my boards again. Uh, right after you finish your medical training is when you have to take your first uh, board exam. Um, and uh, um, as I've shared on this show and I, as I've shared on my blog before, that that uh, you know that test taking is is, is an anxiety driven type thing, especially for me. Um, so so after I graduated and you know went through the celebration of finishing a next stage in my training. Um, I had a couple of weeks to, you know, really focus and concentrate and um, and prepare for this uh, examination. And everything went fine with that. It's just going through the process of doing that. Um, and then after that, I said, hey, you know, I have about a month before I start my real job. Um, and I already found a place to live and everything like that. So I had a couple of weeks definitely off not responsible for anything, you know, just time for myself. So what I did was I uh, I got on a plane and uh went to New York City and uh, visited a friend of mine. He uh, at the time he uh, he worked on Wall Street and I believe he lived in Queens, New York. Uh so uh got to take uh take a plane, fly into I think it was uh, LaGuardia uh and take a cab over to where he lives, and just as kind of as an aside type of thing, you know, I just I was just really overwhelmed by uh, by just even coming into uh, the boroughs of New York. For, forget about Manhattan. I mean, just coming in 
which is like, wow, you know, you see this, you see this stuff on television and you see this stuff on movies. And, um, so I was just so, I was so overwhelmed, uh, when I got there is that I accidentally, uh, forgot, uh, my wallet in the cab. Uh, and, and, uh, because I, I, I wanted to get my bags, I wanted to get my backpack, I wanted to get my iPod, I wanted to get all that stuff out of the cab, um, and, uh, to try to find where my friend was living, uh, that, uh, I thought I had my wallet with me, and, uh, and I didn't, uh, which I didn't, uh, find out until about an hour later when I was looking for my wallet. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, so I'm, I'm in the New York City area less than an hour and I've lost my wallet. <laughs> so that is not a good way to start, to start essentially a vacation. Uh, so I'm freaking out. I'm going crazy. I'm going nuts. Um, and we called the cab company and we tried to track it down. And for about an, another hour, I was just so mad at myself. I was kicking myself. I was you know, very, very upset. And uh, what ended up happening was uh, that the the cab driver ended up coming back to where he dropped me off and um, uh, found my wallet um, and found it intact and brought it up to me, um, which I was really, really uh, surprised, pleasantly surprised about. Uh, so, so it, so my my trip. Uh, immediately went for <laughs> really being upset and almost being, you know, really, really bad to really, really good. <laughs> so that's kind of how I started things off and uh, had a great time with my friend out there and, uh, you know, got to got to do the whole tourist type of thing. Went out to Ellis Island and saw the cool stuff out there and went to Battery Park and walked around and... uh uh, just, just, just really, you know, took in the city. Um, and, uh, there, there's one, there's one image that I took a picture of that I still have, I still have on my wall is that I have a picture of my friend and I, uh, going, uh, to Ellis Island. And we asked uh, somebody who was on the boat there to take a picture of us. Uh, with the uh, the World, World Trade Center's uh, twin towers behind us, and um, yeah, ever since I got that picture developed, uh, I, I have it on my wall there, and uh, and it's you know, it's still up there uh, today. Um, so it was it was a it was it was a, it was a great experience out there. It was uh, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, and, uh, you know, I couldn't wait to, to go back there, uh, to experience more because people have told me that it's just, it's such an overwhelming city that there are so many great things to do that, you know, I got to walk around Times Square and I got to, uh, walk here and I got to walk there. I, I don't even remember all the stuff that we did because it was, it was so, it was so long ago. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, so then, then I, then I started my job, um, and, and, uh, you know, kind of going through that whole starting a new job, type experience, um, you know, kind of learning my way around the office, learning my way around uh, the hospital. Um, so that was a kind of an, another anxious time for me. And uh, we, one of the things that uh, that they ask new doctors to do when they go uh, to, uh, uh, to, you know, communities, you know, it's 
try to get out there and, uh, and and introduce yourself to the community, maybe by doing some talks and lectures and things. And I said, yeah, I was I was happy to do that. Um, and and my very first one um, ended up being September 11th, 2001. And that morning, um, I, I got up, you know, went to the hospital, you know, picked up my mail, saw my patients there. As everybody, you know relays a story like this, a normal morning. Um, I ended up going to the office, you know, starting some work there. And um, uh, as I was going and seeing patients, I I heard uh, some patients in the hallway uh, talk about a plane, a plane in New York City. And... uh, I said, oh, well, I didn't, you know, I didn't know anything about that. I thought it was just, you know, whatever, you know, it just, uh, um, yeah, it really didn't, really didn't hit me at the time that there was something uh, going wrong. So uh, I got a little break in my morning, and uh, I think this was right around eight thirty, nine o'clock, or something like that. And I went down uh, to our break room, you know, to, you know, get a Diet Coke. Um, as those of you know, that uh, I like I like my caffeine and I like my Diet Coke. So I went down there, and uh, we we have a television uh, down there, and uh, it was uh, tuned uh, to the news. And I got my got my um, got my Diet Coke and opened it, and uh, and I looked up, and I saw live on TV the second plane going into the tower, uh, saw it live, you know, on television. I just, I couldn't believe it. I was just like, did did I really see that? Is that really real? Is this a commercial for, you know, some kind of, you know, movie or something like that? Um, But uh, but it wasn't. It wasn't. Um, So, you know, right around the TV there, you know, a a lot of our, you know, our staff and uh, we're starting to get glued to this to this television here to kind of see what was happening, and uh, that kind of uh, um, you know outlined uh, the rest of the day. Um, interestingly enough, um, you know after I finished my morning, I had to go and do this medical talk <laughs> to to one of our community groups, and uh, it was. Uh, it, one of the most, you know, awkward and unusual experiences that I've ever had is that, you know, I'm talking about this medical topic, and I don't even know what the medical topic was, uh, because the, you know, obviously the the main discussion of that day, uh, you know, at noontime, you know, was we don't don't have a lot of information at that point, and there was a lot of guessing, and a lot of people who were talking about, you know, people that they knew in New York City, family friends that uh, that they knew there so uh so that was an interesting hour trying to get through that and talking with people and then that whole afternoon at the office uh was just it's just awkward because every patient it didn't didn't really matter didn't really matter what their medical complaint was is that is that we were talking about what was happening in new york and we were sharing you know about who we knew there if we knew friends or family or anything like that so getting through that day was was you know obviously you know, it was tough and 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 my thoughts were uh were with my friend who who was there because 
you know, um, the, from the time I visited him to when he, um, uh, to when he, uh, to, what, to when that day was, was six weeks. It was just six weeks ago uh, when I saw him. And, uh, you know, obviously there's no cell phones, there's no email, there's nothing. Uh, and, uh, you know, obviously worried about him. And, you know, his, his family still lives here locally here. Um, and we were all, we were all worried, um, you know, hoping and praying that, that he was okay. And, um, so that was, you know, unfolding those next few weeks, uh, was, was, you know, I don't have to review that whole thing again. It was just, it was just, uh, um, it's, uh, it was just tough. It was just tough. So that, that, that whole day, you know, um, you know, every, every time now September 11th comes, comes around, you know, uh, you know, I don't know other people do, but I, you know, I, I do step back and, and I do, you know, recall, you know, exactly what I was doing. And I think most people recall, uh, exactly what they were doing on that day and, and in the days following, so, um, but, you know, just to let people know, you know, he was, he was fine. He's okay. He know, he, uh, um, I think it was maybe, you know, a year or two later that he, uh, that he uh, moved out of there. He had another job opportunity somewhere in the country. And, uh, uh, that's, uh, you know, and he's fine now. So, and we still talk, you know, we still talk, we still exchange emails and, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's a good friend of mine and, uh, um, I still I still have that picture of us um, with the World Trade with the World Trade Center behind us, and every time I look at that, I think of him and I think of that day, and and I think about the emotions that that I was feeling on that day, and that is that is definitely uh, something that uh, that I will never forget. And when I started when I started my blog, you know, I think I reflected on that a little bit, and and tonight. Um, you know, I, I just came from a soccer game. For those of you on the on the uh, in the chat room, you see I have the, you know I have my my uh, my hat on, and um, you know I, I just you know I just walked into uh, uh, from the game, and it was uh, just it was just a strange a strange experience right at the beginning of the game um, when you know, they say you know we'll just have a brief you know moment of silence uh, to observe. Uh, September 11th, and then you know the national anthem, and uh, uh, just for that split second, you know, just for that moment, um, you know, nothing else really really mattered. You know, it was you know not the game, um, you know, not anything else, because it's just it's it's just uh, reflecting back on what happened on that day. Um, it is something that uh, that I uh, I will never forget. So uh, so those are um, those are my thoughts, you know, that I wanted to share with you um, with regard to uh, you know September 11th. Um, so sorry to bring everybody down. I mean that's just um, that's something that uh, in my heart that I really wanted to to share with all of you as far as. Uh, far as what is going through my mind today in addition to everything else uh, that is going on.
And welcome back to the Mike Savilla Radio Program for Thursday, September 5, 2013. This is show number 315. Uh, so it's still kind of eerie for me to hear that show from 2008 um, to uh, to see and to hear the uh, obvious emotion back at that time. Uh, which is a good uh, transition to uh, my weekend last weekend in New York City. And on Labor Day itself, Labor Day Monday, uh, the uh, the tour, we took a bus tour, took us to the National September 11 Memorial on the southern tip of Manhattan Island in New York City right close to Battery Park. And as you get it, it was a it was a, a hazy type of day. It was it was looking like it was going to be raining at any time. It didn't rain while we were at the site, but it looked like it was going to rain. And uh it was muggy and it was humid. A stark contrast to that day in two thousand one when it was the clear skies from what I remember from the reports. And the bus dropped us off at a a street at a place called uh, Trinity Church. And you walk down one block and there's some stairs that go down for part of that block. And then you turn right onto Greenwich Street. And as you turn right, you see it right in front of you. You don't see the memorial. You see the tower. You see One World Trade. You see Freedom Tower. And you're kind of standing at the base of it. And you look up and and you see how high it is, 1,776 feet. 1776 feet. And there's, at this point, there's one entrance into the memorial, into the National September 11 Memorial. And for people who have not been there, I mean, the admission is free. But you do need to make a reservation online. You can go to 911memorial.org. And you see all these people down there getting in line. And then it occurred to me that I should share this experience with all of you out there on my Twitter feed. Because I didn't know what else to do. (laughs) I was like, I have to share this experience. So I get on my Twitter feed and I check in. And then it wasn't a huge series of tweets. It was just certain points where I felt like I was moved to share something. And the first tweet was when I was in line there. And I said, I have never heard such a crowd of people be so quiet. 
Because as you get in line to even enter the site, I mean, there's a lot of people there. And there's a series of, I believe, three or four checkpoints, security checkpoints, where you have to keep your ticket on hand. Yes, the admission is free, but there's a ticket that they give you that you have to go through these four checkpoints. And that that was very strange to me. You know, we're at a place where you would go through a series of of checkpoints for a memorial site, for a tourist site. That was weird to me. That kind of intensified the situation. That intensified the importance of the situation. And I intentionally did not bring a lot of things with me. Usually people that know me when I travel have this huge backpack on my back where I have probably every electronic equipment that I own. But I left that on the bus. I had my phone and I had my small little point-and-shoot camera. And I went through these four checkpoints. And the last checkpoint When you leave that checkpoint, you go up a small ramp into the memorial site area, a little plaza in there. And at the beginning of that plaza, they have maps so you can kind of find your way around. And the first place that you stop at is the South Pool. It's called the Memorial South Pool. And at the Memorial South Pool, everybody knows the names, you know, that they're there. They're the names of the first responders, World Trade Center South, Flight 93, Flight 77, the Pentagon, Flight 175. And everybody knows that there's a waterfall that is there. But what people don't know is that you don't know and you don't appreciate how large this pool is until you're there in person. And you don't appreciate how loud those waterfalls are until you stand right there. And I tweeted out this. I said, the sounds of the waterfalls drown out the city and the people that are talking. Really makes you think and reflect. Hashtag 911 Memorial. And you cannot help but just stand there and you look across this large pool, this waterfall pool, and you look far away 
to how far this goes. And then you look down and you see the names in front of you. And then from this South Pole, you look up and you see One World Trade standing right there. You see the Freedom Tower standing right there. And you are trying to process this very powerful moment that you're having, that I was having. It's very emotional. And then I just walked the perimeter of that South Pole. Because even when you're there, even when you're looking at it, you don't know how big that pool is until you walk around the entire perimeter. And you look at the names. And as you're walking around, you know, you hear these people talking. You hear people in different languages talking. And after that, you go to the North Pole. The North Pole has the names of World Trade Center North, victims of February 26, 1993, and Flight 11. It's a much quieter site because the checkpoint goes right to the South Pole, but the North Pole, there was less people there. And the North Pole, you, you are closer to one world trade. You are closer to the Freedom Tower. And as you walk around the North Pole, as I walked around the North Pole, I saw some flowers that were placed into the names of some of the people. And I tweeted out this, seeing some flowers placed on people's names makes me think of all the families affected. And there are people there with their families. There are people there talking with their children, talking with their young children. And I tweeted out this, seeing young child being taught by parents and grandparents about what happened here. Never forget. And through the course of the past decade, I think we have forgotten a little bit. I think we've forgotten on uh, what happened that day. I think we've forgotten about the symbolism. I think we've forgot about some of the people and some of the families. And that is not our fault. It's just what time does. Time does that. And one of the other interesting things in that plaza there is called the survivor tree. And in some of the literature, it 
uh, of the uh, memorial site, it says this. All but one of the trees on the memorial are swamp white oaks. The exception is a calorie pear tree known as the survivor tree. This tree was planted on the original World Trade Center Plaza in the 1970s and stood at the eastern edge of the site near Church Street. After 9-1-1-2001, workers found the damaged tree reduced to an eight-foot-tall stump in the wreckage at Ground Zero. The tree was nursed back to health in a New York City park and grew to be 30 feet tall, sprouting new branches and flowering in the springtime. In March 2010, the tree was uprooted by severe storms, but true to its name, it survived. In December December 2010, the tree returned to the World Trade Center site, standing just west of the South Pole. It embodies the story of survival and resilience that is so important to the history of 911. Today, the tree is supported by guide wires as it takes root. Very symbolic of this tree. And that's a great story there. Finally, I passed by the Memorial Museum, the 911 Memorial Museum, which is not finished yet. Uh, and they're anticipating, even though it's been in the news and very controversial, uh, the opening of the museum will be in the spring of 2014. And hopefully I'll have a chance to go to that. And it was, I don't know how to describe it. Just sharing that experience with all of you out there on social media. I didn't know what else to do. And I tweeted out that a lot of people were wiping away tears, including me. And I got a lot of response to my sharing of that experience on Twitter and Facebook. And I'm, I'm glad I was able to share all of that with all of you. I know a lot of you have probably not been to the memorial or difficult for you to get to the memorial or to travel or even some of you who are out of the country who listen to this show, which I very much appreciate. But I will write a full blog post on this as well. I just haven't had the strength to do that yet. This show here is kind of my first attempt to do that because for me it's still very emotional thinking about all that happened and thinking of how it affected me. And I hope we never forget about it, September 11, 2001. I hope you will not be a caricature of history. I hope that it will be something that we all remember, that we never forget. Because if we do, I don't know what this world is coming to. So thanks for listening uh, to my experience there. I will have uh, one more segment where I will talk about some of the other things that I did in New York City here on the Mike Sevilla radio program in just the last few minutes of this show. We'll be right back. (laughs) 
That's right. Back better than ever. Back better than ever. This is the Mike Savilla Radio Program for Thursday, September 5, 2013. This is show number 315. I'm Dr. Mike Savilla. Go check out drmikesavilla.com. So in our few remaining minutes, I just want to share just a, a few other things that I did uh, in New York City. Uh, we stayed uh, close to steps from Times Square. We stayed in the theater district, and it is always interesting going to Times Square, especially at night on a holiday weekend, because that is where the freaks are, kids. <laughs> you want to see a tourist spot? You go to Times Square in the evening on a holiday weekend, and that, I mean, that is just the best thing ever. <laughs> And, of course, you know, I went to M&M World. People know that I like my M&Ms. I went there, got some stuff. It was good, it was good things. A couple of other interesting things that I did when I was there. Uh, one, I went to St. Patrick Cathedral. Uh, and uh, what I loved about that is on the outside of it, it says, check in on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. How many other Catholic churches do that? A very few. Very few, I would think. Um, a couple other things, uh, went to uh, where John Lennon lived and where he was assassinated. I didn't know that there was a part, a small part of Central Park called Strawberry Fields, which is a memorial to John Lennon that was nice to walk around there. They have a, a huge, iconic, um, uh, I don't even know what to call it. Uh, it's, it, it, it's not really a picture, but uh, I guess an, an, a piece of art that is there, let's, uh, let's imagine. Uh, in the center there, and it was Brazilian Day. It was Brazilian Day on September 1st, uh, and uh, it was on 6th Avenue in New York City, usually six lanes of traffic, uh, and got to walk up and up and down the uh, the boulevard there, and uh, got to got to see even uh, uh, Congressman Charlie Rangel was uh, was having uh, some coffee, I believe, uh, there as well. So. <laughs> If you want to read more about it, go to drmikesavilla.com, and uh, the blog post is called Weekend in New York City. <laughs> so if you want to you want to go and uh, read more about that, um, I'm probably I hopefully I have the energy. I will put up some pictures on the site of some of the things that I saw and experienced uh, there as well, and I will also. Talk about 911 and the memorial there uh, as well. So, so thanks a lot for joining me uh, on this show. The show uh, went back very quickly today. So, uh, thanks a lot for joining me. My name is uh, Dr. Mike Savilla. Go to drmikesavilla.com to read more about me. Uh, and uh, you can also have access to my Twitter and Facebook and YouTube, and all my links are over there. Thanks a lot for uh, joining me. Have a good week. Have a good weekend. And uh, we will all. Talk to you all uh, very soon, and uh, have a good day, everybody. You got